the best healthcare is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a healthcare partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings and welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault, a team mental health podcast. I am your host, Brandon Jones. And on today's episode, we're talking about the importance of school-based clinics in the lives of young people and access to mental health. I'm surprised that I haven't really got to this yet in the podcast due to being such a big proponent of school-based and school-linked mental health services. But what sparked this is over the last few months, I've been at several conferences and the focus has really been talking about school-based and school-linked uh, therapy. And these conferences, and, and really the focus has been on um, behavioral health, mental health with young people, and people are looking at this model of school-based and school-linked mental health services. So it's a topic of conversation. It is a focus, and I think it's something that you all need to be aware of because it also is one of the number one leading ways that young people get connected to mental health services and mental health treatment. So uh, what sparked me to do the episode today was an article came out. You all know how I am with my articles and how I like to bring the information to you because a lot of times, you know, regular everyday people, they don't read these articles. These articles, they're written, they're key information, and they just sit and nothing happens with them. So um, I like to bring that information to you all. And this article was actually published through the University of Minnesota. Uh, and the article is titled School-Based Mental Health Services Can Improve the Well-Being of Children and Adolescents. And if you'd like to check out this article, you can check it out at our Facebook page. It is not your fault podcast. You put that into the search bar in Facebook. You can find us. Go ahead and like that page. You get this article, articles that I've written, and other podcast episodes as well. So let's share a little bit of information that's in the article, and I'll talk about why this is very important. So the article kicks off and it states, mental health in young people across the United States is suffering. Rates of anxiety, depression, and other mental health challenges remain high, and suicide is the is the second leading cause of death. Now, you know we talked about suicide several times on the podcast. Now, we know that school-based mental health is not the antidote to suicide. It is not. It is a piece of the puzzle. It is not the puzzle. The other thing that we have to keep in mind with suicide, because it's a big focus around young people, is not just the fact that people are getting more access to suicide or more exposure. People have higher, higher, higher awareness of mental health. Those are all, you know, features of what's happening. And I would say that they somewhat contribute. But really, our focus needs to be why do young people want to commit the act of suicide? What is going on currently where the young people want to end their lives and they haven't even been on this planet for two decades? What is that about? That says a lot more about our society, about our socialization of young people than what they have access to. Something is happening where young people don't feel connected and don't want to be alive. So continuing on with the article. To address these challenges, school-based mental health services are being offered by some school districts as a way to identify and treat children and adolescents who may have not who may not have access 
to other mental health services. And I've seen this. I've seen, you know, school-based ser- services being the only way that young people had access because their insurance couldn't cover it outside of the school's, uh, you know, connection with the clinic or um, maybe they just didn't have the appropriate services available near their home. There's just a lot of dynamics that take place. So school-based therapy is important. You know, when we look at legislation, we look at budgets and things of that nature. Um, when we look at state budgets and uh, county budgets and um, city budgets, school-based therapy is something you definitely want in that budget, in those budgets for your kids. It's a, it, it is a great tool. Now, you may be thinking, well, they already got supports at school. You know, school, they, they shouldn't be focusing on therapy at school. What's the, what's, the, what's the thought about that, right? So this is what the article says. School may provide mental health support via school counselors, social workers, and in some cases, psychologists. But these resources are frequently limited, and many schools report lacking the capacity to deliver adequate services. So... The school-based mental health model aims to provide a higher level of support by placing licensed mental health clinicians who work for mental health agencies directly in the schools, complementing the existing capacity of school counselors and social workers. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute, but first, you know the look, that look of surprise and delight, the look on their faces when you give them a holiday gift that they completely unexpected and yet just right. This year, I'm shaking things up. I'm giving Minnesota Lottery Scratch Games to friends and co-workers. There are four festive games to make the season bright. I promise you, seasonal scratch games will be a big hit at your office parties and gift exchanges. It's a new way to show your holiday appreciation to those special folks who've helped you out all year long. Best of all, Minnesota Lottery Scratch Games are quick and easy to buy during this busy time of year. So, shake things up. You'll love the look they'll give you, and they'll love to play. Minnesota Lottery. You must be 18 or older to play. You know that building a successful business takes time. But as your business grows and changes, it feels like time is the one thing you never have enough of. Work with a banker who understands that the right time to get you the financial flexibility your business needs to thrive is right now. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www.cmentalhealth.org And I've seen that too. I was in one school. They had like eight social workers. But the school had over 2,000 students. That's a, that's a lot of students per social worker. Um, they also had a school psychologist at that school as well. And that person was overwhelmed with their job. So they had brought us in, me and another co- colleague of mine, to help assist. And we were the school-based mental health therapists there. And even we were limited. We were only there. I think I was there three days a week. And the other person was there two days a week. And then throughout the year, we'll bring in an intern. It was still not enough. We knew that even our little team coming in, we we made an impact with where we could, but it wasn't enough. So, you know, unfortunately, what has happened, this is my perspective, is that the awareness of mental health has increased which means that more people are willing to go to therapy. That's good. But also our society has made a shift and I don't know what that shift is hundred percent, 
but we have a lot of more people who can't deal with the daily distress. They can't deal with regular adversity. They can't deal with regular frustrations on their own, and they're seeking substances. They're seeking other methods to, of coping in order to push through. And one of those methods of coping is going to therapy, which is a, is a positive thing. But there's a lot of young people who can't deal with letdown. They can't deal with adversity. They can't deal with issues like the generations prior to that. And I don't want to say that all our kids are a bunch of wimps. <laughs> That's not what I mean. What I mean is the skill development, the tools, the resources that we once used to have and utilize within community are no longer there. And a lot of people don't feel like they can talk to their parents. And sometimes they talk to their parents or caregivers. They don't have the tools to help them. Things become a huge struggle. So, you know, we're in a we're, we're in an interesting shift and turn. And this is something that I probably should talk about in a long form is what's happening with our kids. How do we get here to where so many of our kids are suicidal or have suicidal thoughts or just can't deal with daily distress or breakups or things like that? We have uh, uh, there has been a softening, I would say. Uh, of our generations. And part of that softening is they don't know what to do when these adversities show up in their lives. So let's talk a little bit about this school-based model so you know what it means. So there is a difference between school-linked and school-based. School-linked mental health services is when a community organization or agency, a clinic, they will um, they will substitute in therapists to go into the school and work with students. Now, these therapists, they're not housed in the in the school. They may have an office space or they may meet with the kid in a conference room or, or even sometimes a classroom, and they'll just kind of parachute in a few days a week, do their therapy and leave. And the difference between that and the school base is the school base, the therapist is embedded in the school. They're usually there for the full school year. They have an office space. Um, you know, they, they are part of the school. They are the, they are identified as the school therapist. They show up to pep rallies and, you know, sometimes they might even be a part of the morning announcements and all types of things of that nature. They're seen as a part of the school. And I think that that model is the best model because it doesn't seem like this person is foreign. A lot of times those school linked services, you don't always have the best connections with like the school social workers and counselors because they just don't see you all the time. You kind of come in and you go out. Versus a school base, you're there every day. You're not, even though you're not paid by the school district per se, you're still building those relationships and that rapport with the teachers and other staff people. So they kind of connect with you a little differently. So, you know, there's a difference between those two, but both I think are helpful and both are essential, but they do cost money. And this is why we don't see them in every district. There is a cost factor to this. And this is why I earlier I mentioned when it comes to legislation, when it comes to advocating for budgets, we really should start considering pushing more dollars into the school-based model. Um, also, this helps a lot of clinics as well, where they don't have to charge insurance companies. They can get paid through a grant or a contract that makes it a lot easier to do the therapy. Because if we're honest, a lot of these therapists aren't just doing therapy. They're doing a lot of other things to help families and individuals as well. Uh, you know, they're helping with case management things, getting access to resources for housing, dealing with homelessness or transitional uh, situations. They're dealing with food insecurities. They may be dealing with domestic violence. Like they're they're assisted with more than just talking to your kid about, you know, them having high levels of anxiety or depressive feelings like this is this is it's not easy work, um, but it can be supplemented a lot better if you do have a contract or grant versus insurance. Because a lot of times when those therapists are doing that extra work and going the extra mile to make sure that your young person or 
or uh, the family has the services they need, what ends up happening is they can't bill for those. And what we mean by billing is they can't go and say, oh, I spent 25 minutes talking to, you know, the county about getting this family a resource. There's no, they can't bill that to the insurance company, so they don't get paid to do that. So that's 25 minutes out of their own time that's not compensated, but is definitely work in order to help an individual. And let's say they have to do that for three or four families a day. That's a lot of time. We're talking over an hour that they're spending doing extra work to help individuals that they're not getting compensated for. So the school-based model does allow for that accessibility to do those things. Same thing with if they went to go talk to your kid's counselor or teacher about something, they can't bill for that. They have to, um, they, they can't get compensated for that. So a grant or a contract that will cover the coverage for those things will definitely help. So, so this is important. This is an important thing for us to keep in mind uh, when we're when we're advocating for this. Is this does allow for better work to happen and and less of a pressure and a stressor of getting paid for doing that better work. All right. Let's see what else do I want to share. Oh, let's go, let's go to some stats. So, a new study from the University of Minnesota's Public Health, uh, published in the Journal of Human Resources, addresses uh, a gap. And the gap that they're referring to is that school-based schools may provide mental health supports via school counselor. Oh, I read that part. Sorry. Uh, the, the gap is this. So the proponents argue that school-based mental health model has several advantages. School staff can identify potential problems quicker. Students can connect with services more easily. And students who are uninsured or face barriers to access to treatment uh, can have access. And in there, it also improves the equality in access of care. Evidence has caused uh, cause effects of school-based mental health model services have been limited. So what we're saying here is the even school, even young people who don't have insurance can get services based on what I just said. Instead of using their insurance to pay for the therapy, you get you got it covered through a grant or you got it covered through a contract. That way, those students who don't have the insurance, they can still see the therapist. That's huge. That's huge. So this University of Minnesota study looks at these, addresses these gaps. And what researchers uh, study was data from 263 K-12 schools in the Minnesota Hennepin, in Minnesota's Hennepin County. So we're looking at Minneapolis for the most part, Minneapolis and, and a few of the surrounding cities. Um, many of which impl in, uh, implemented a school-based mental health model between 2001 and 2019. And this is what they found from the study. The school-based mental health programs increase students' access to mental health services by 8%. Now, you may be hearing 8%, like, that's not a lot, but that's a lot of kids. You, you don't understand how many kids that is that have received therapy that would not have received therapy if the school-based model wasn't there. So 8% there, that's a lot of kids. Also, it says that the rates of attempted suicide have decreased by 50, 15%. Uh, uh, which approximately is about 260 self-reported suicide attempts per year. So what they looked at was the schools that had the school-based mental health therapists, they were able to identify that 15% of those students who seen those therapists uh, were able to avert a suicide attempt that was based off a self-report, which, I mean, anytime, I mean, 2% would have been significant. 15% is good. That means that they're making an impact, they're making a difference given the nature of what they're doing. So with all this stated, you know, I just wanted to bring this up to you all and to share some information. Again, 
I'm going to I'm going to post this article in the Facebook group so you can check it out. But I wanted to stress this. School-based mental health services are one of the ways that many children can get access to therapy, including your child. If your child has this at their school and they're not utilizing the resource, but you think that they may need it, and if you're a young person listening to this and you think you may need it, definitely go talk to it. Go, go check out. You can just stop down during passing time or right after lunch or something. Talk to the therapist. Get to see who they are. Grab a sheet of information. Take it to your parents or caregivers and have a conversation. Utilize this resource because... We need people to use it to to prove the point that we need more resources behind it, but it definitely can make an impact. And if you're in a district or your child goes to a school where they don't have it, I'm a huge proponent of advocating for it. Uh, in my personal work, <clears throat> I'm going to be doing a lot more pushing for this in the state of Minnesota because I think that this is going to be one of the key models that we need to use to make sure that every child in Minnesota has opt optimum mental health care. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up. I'm Brandon Jones. This is It's Not Your Father Team Mental Health Podcast. Don't be afraid to use the tools that are at that school. Lean on them schools to make sure that the kids' well-being is where it needs to be. And the schools need this as well. So it's an all-together effort. Speaking of all-together efforts, that's what we do here at the Shaletta Makes Me Laugh Network. So you can check us out there at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Or you can check me out at Jegna.org. That's J-E-G-N-A dot O-R-G. If you want to reach out to me personally, and again, as I stated earlier, check us out on the Facebook page. You can get this article, other articles that I've written or posted, and other episodes of the podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Take care of yourself. Until next time, peace. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault, or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to SheLetterMakesMeLaugh.com. Unleash the power of smile for your team. Delta Dental of Minnesota offers coverage to fit your unique small business, leading to a better benefit package and a happier team. Visit deltadentalmn.org forward slash small business. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. 
So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. If you were recently around someone with COVID-19, it's a good idea to test yourself to see if you have it. If you have symptoms like fever, cough, congestion, sore throat, or loss of taste or smell, it's a good idea to test yourself to see if you have it. Testing regularly is an excellent way to help stop the spread of COVID-19, and it helps protect your family, friends, and others in our community. Rapid tests are simple and quick. You use a nasal swab and you will have your results in about 15 minutes. You can take this COVID-19 test right in your own home. Best of all, you can get free rapid tests delivered right to your address. That's right, I said free. While supplies last, Minnesota households are eligible to order eight free rapid at-home COVID-19 tests each month. So protect yourself and others during this busy time of year. The website to order your free at-home rapid tests is simple. Just go to sayyeshometest.org. Once again, that's sayyeshometest.org. Metro Transit is hiring. Right now, Metro Transit is looking for mechanics and technicians. These workers do the important work of diagnosing, repairing, and performing preventative maintenance on Metro Transit buses, light rail, commuter trains, and other vehicles. Metro Transit is hiring for maintenance of the way technicians for tracks and railway systems. Starting pay ranges from $29.72 to up to $41 an hour. If you're looking for a secure job that offers a great salary, competitive benefits, and a pension, look no further than Metro Transit. Right now, there's even a $4,000 hiring bonus for these positions. Sweet! Find out more at metrotransit.org slash mechanic dash hiring. That's metrotransit.org slash mechanic dash hiring. Keep your community on the move with a new career with Metro Transit. You know Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house, creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. Are you a woman known as a good listener? Do you have skills in de-escalating situations? Are you what they call a people person? Then the Minneapolis Police Department would like to meet you. Now in a rebuilding phase, the Minneapolis Police Department is recruiting more women to wear the badge. The department offers career options for women with a high school diploma or GED. There are also opportunities for women with two- and four-year degrees who are ready to apply their skills in new ways. Police work makes a great second career for social workers, teachers, nurses. 
Women in their 30s and 40s are welcome to apply. There's no age cap. You'll be paid while you train and mentored by veteran women officers invested in your success. Minneapolis also welcomes current police officers to join the state's largest department. Make a difference on the streets, working in your community, in a career with competitive salaries and generous benefits. Go to MinneapolisMN.gov and search police jobs to find out more. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity.